Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. Sorry for the late notice about this show. I literally got the download about this show like after midnight last night Pacific time. So um, anyway, I'm glad that those of you who are here listening and live and those most of you I'm sure will catch it as a podcast. Um, but the guys did come up with a pretty decent topic today. So I said, okay, let's go with it. I follow what I'm told to do. So um, today we are going to talk about setting yourself free with multidimensional energy. And, um, it's, I think it's a really good topic because I've been listening a lot to people, uh, friends, and just, uh, I think a lot, just people just in passing, things like that, and how we have a tendency to blame our circumstances on a whole lot of circumstances that seem to be outside of ourselves, and then, uh, you know, kind of put ourselves in a victim role and feel very, very trapped in a variety of different ways in our lives. So if you felt like um, other people, circumstances, situations um, have been out of your control, if you feel like uh, release from pressures that hit you throughout your day or you feel like, you know, you can't, you don't have control over what's happening in your world, um, or if you wish that other people would change so you could finally move forward, I heard someone say that, the other day, you know, uh, the boyfriend was not being the way they needed him to be, and, you know, it's his fault, but they're, you know, stuck and all this, and and, and as I was listening, I was like, it has nothing to do with him. <laughs> it has absolutely nothing to do with him. Um, but this person was waiting for permission for, for that person to change so that they would give themselves permission to move forward and change. More than likely, if that person changed, they would move forward and change because they'd find another excuse not to change. So we're going to talk all about how to set yourself free. Um, and there's, you know, obviously there's lots of ways to do this. I mean, personal development coaches talk about this kind of thing all the time, and they do make all kinds of task lists and, you know, how to change habits and all that. But I, I when you're dealing with multidimensional energy, it's much more efficient. Um, it makes a lot more sense. However, this is a warning you are much more responsible. You have to be willing to take responsibility for yourself and for um, what you're projecting and then for what reflection you're getting back. So um, we're going to get all into that. If you'd like to ask a question tonight, um, I will be taking a few questions. And if we don't have questions, I'll just end when we when I finish the content for today because um, I know it was a late notice type of show. But if you, like I said, if you have questions, I'll be happy to 
go the, the entire length. And so the number to call in is 347-215-9485. That's 347-215-9485. And um, one other thing, we do have two readings left on my schedule for a spring read. Uh, re- okay, start over, Marty. Spring readings. <laughs> and... Um, so if you like one of those two that I'm going to tomorrow, actually today, I wrote this email yesterday, uh, today is the last day for the spring discount. So if you'd like one of those two spots, then definitely give me send me an email, um, ASAT at support at ahamomentinc.com, and I'll zap over the promotional email uh, to you. It's not on our website because it was a real short, um, short notice kind of short round thing. But uh, support at ahamomentinc.com, and we'll be happy to get you the links and whatnot you can get on the schedule. And then also we have one spot left for my Summit by the Sea, which will be here in La Jolla May 19th, 20th, and 21st. Um, And we have amazing things planned. It's going to be a full weekend of all kinds of um, energy and parallel realities work right here on the various beaches and power vortexes here in Southern California, and uh, we'll be taking a trip up to the meditation gardens in Encinitas. I have one of my major healers from John of God coming. She's going to be doing all sorts of um, restorative energy work, and uh, we'll be doing all kinds of partner and group exercises and bonfires and working with the uh, the sky, the moon, the earth, the mountains, the ocean, the whole thing. It's going to be really, really phenomenal. So if you'd like more information about that, um, if you're on our list, uh, check your inbox. would like more intro on that um, and access to that last spot, you can send an email to support at ahamomentsinc.com. Okay? So I'd love to have you. And um, the people who are coming are really phenomenal. So it's another opportunity to meet folks of like mind. So that's exciting. Um, and the hotel happens to be oceanfront. So when we walk out of the conference room, which we'll spend a lot of time in the conference room, but some, because I'll be doing a whole um, thing on, on quantum physics and the quantum field. We'll be doing a, a talk about that as well. We'll be doing some indoor exercises. But when you walk out of the conference room, you go down a few stairs and you're right on the sand. So it's awesome. All right. Um, all of that being said, Let's talk about setting yourself free with multidimensional energy. So I want to just go back to where I always start when we start talking about parallel realities, and that is to remind everyone of how our energy actually um, works. Because everybody, a lot of people, not everybody now, but a lot of people believe that we're these bodies, and our body is just, you know, Joe Schmo, the body, and we happen to have a soul or a spirit within the body, and when we die, the spirit goes to heaven or hell or whatever, you know. But what we really are is a big, giant ball of energy, and that big, giant ball of energy decides it wants to have a physical um, incarnation to have some sort of growth, some sort of adventures, some sort of experiences, and it takes on the portion of that big ball of energy of our totality our personal totality takes on a body, and that body is you right now. And so a piece of you, of your true energetic self, is riding around in the car of your body. The body is like a car, and the rest of you is navigating outside of the body. So we have this big ball of energy that we call the higher self, 
that's navigating outside of your body, helping your what the portion of you that's in body to have things happen and make things, you know, get on with whatever that sole purpose was for that time. Various activities, everything from eating pizza and having sex and going to basketball games to, you know, all, you know, meditating and, and going to Tibet, whatever it is, uh, it, it was, it's part of your soul path, right? So what most people don't also recognize is that your greater, higher self, that big ball of energy of you, has many bodies going simultaneously. We call those bodies parallels. Okay? We have an infinite number of ourselves. They call them doppelgangers. They call them parallel realities. But just for the sake of being able to speak about a very nonlinear topic in a somewhat linear way so that people can follow along, what I like to see it as is we have various catalogs of ourselves. So we have the opportunity to experience a multiple number of things. And as the same person, so if your name is Erica and you're here listening to me right now, there's many versions of you that can that you can tune into that's listening to me right now. And those many versions of you, as Erica in this lifetime, um, uh, that those many versions of you can, based on your choice, uh, participate in a variety of different things. You can choose to be angry. You can choose to be happy. You can choose to feel abundant. You can choose to feel like a victim. All of those are different parallels. They're all different choices, all different versions of you. So the version of Erica that feels victimized by her circumstances will always be the version of Erica that feels victimized by her circumstances. The version of Erica that no longer feels victimized and feels triumphant and feels empowered is a different version of Erica that she can choose within this lifetime, within the same day, within the same minute, within the same nanosecond. You can choose how you want to feel. And, and, and when you change the, your thought and you change, you make a choice to feel a different way, you step into a different parallel to feel that way. You don't have like one version of Erica and you're trying to make all these changes to that one version. No, you have infinite versions of Erica and Erica makes the choice to feel a certain way and that's a new version. And then she chooses to go back to the other way. And then, you know, so if you're going up, and you're, you know, one day you feel like a victim, the next day you feel disempowered, the next day you feel like a victim. You're changing parallels back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Okay? The person who flips around like that, you could say, is in a purgatory parallel, holding themselves in one space. So when you are holding yourself in one space like that, right, when you're flipping back and forth, when you're creating all kinds of distractions, you entrap yourself. And a lot of times the way society teaches us to look at life is to look at it as our circumstances dictate what's going on. That's, quote, reality. And then we have to run around reacting to it. So we always kind of have to live on the defensive. And then once we've been through a certain amount of stuff in our lives, uh, we start to act on the offensive, right? I see it in relationships where – People, you know, once um, guys in particular are like this. It's like a young guy comes in, he has his first love, and he's all in. He's all in, he's open, he's romantic, he's all the things that every, you know, older woman would want. But then he hits that one girlfriend that does him wrong. 
that hurts him to his heart. And every girl after that has to pay the price <laughs> for that first girl who broke his heart because they'll never be 100 all in again. They'll be there, but he'll, he'll hold back. He'll play games. He'll do these different things, right? Um, he won't be willing to go as far with his heart, as, as loose with his heart as he maybe was in the beginning. Women are a little different. Women kind of are willing to jump off a cliff a lot more than men. And I'm being very general. I'm sure everybody can come up with an exception to what I said. I'm not, you know, I'm just using this for an example. So if you live offensively, meaning uh, you start to think, I better, you know, I'm going to go start dating. I better protect myself. I better, you know, make sure that, you know, I, 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 I spread my net wide and make sure that I don't, uh, you know, that I don't call that person for three days and I don't do this and I don't do that so that I don't look like I and I don't look like I care too fast and all these things. And you're starting on that game thing, it's living offensively, right? You're starting to set yourself up so that you're in the power position. What do you do? Your circumstances read out back to you where the person is like, oh, well, I'm kind of not interested in you because you didn't show any interest in me. Or they start playing games back because now they're living defensively. And then it creates a mess before you even get started. But now what's dictating the mess? Is it the circumstance and the way the person, the other person is reacting? Or is it you, the originator, assuming, choosing a parallel using their multidimensional energy against themselves. Because here's the thing. When it comes to energetic work, one of the core tenets of energetic work is that you are the cause of everything going on in your world. And your circumstances is just a readout of whatever reflection you're putting into that mirror. So we have this thing called the quantum field. We have this energetic field. And as our thoughts are, are creative, our thoughts are actually choosing which parallel is going to reflect back to us. We talked about this in a lot of these, these calls. So if you're new to my show, just go into the archives and start listening. <laughs> I talk about this a lot. And we hold ourselves, our intention up with whatever our dominant thoughts are to this field, and that's what starts to read out. So the analogy that I've heard in the past and I love the most is that if you're looking in the mirror and you want the reflection to change, you change the top the subject in the mirror, not the glass itself. So as you're looking into your circumstances, you're looking out into your life and you're looking at the circumstances, if you don't like them and you start reacting to them as such, you are setting yourself up to feel like you're in jail. You are cutting off your own freedom. And this is where it gets very interesting and sometimes confusing um, because it feels like, well, certain things are, just aren't in my control. People have free will, and they certainly do. However, there's all different energetic versions of other people too. And they have all different parallels, and they have all different infinite possibilities for themselves. So when you choose the parallel where you're starting to date John, and there's a version of John who calls you in three days, like the rule book says, and then there's a version of John who texts you after you finish your date the first night and say, hey, you know, I had such a great time. I'm not going to wait three days to call you. I'm going to call you right now and see, did you get home safe? Can we go out again? Really enjoyed our time together. There's that version of him too. 
if you are expecting him to be a jerk because you're living offensively or, or defensively, however you want to look at it, you're picking the parallel where he acts like a jerk. You can also pick the parallel where you say, you know, I think I want a different interact with. And you pick a totally different parallel, and then you have a different guy come in. Okay? That's setting yourself free with multidimensional energy. It originates from you. That's the biggest, like I gave you the punchline at the beginning, right? Instead of at the end. It's the biggest thing, unless I come up with something bigger as I talk. We'll see. But so far, <laughs> that's the biggest thing to remember. And it's a very hard thing for a lot of people to get their head around. So one of the things when you're having a hard time getting your head around it, that's one version of you that's having a hard time getting your head around it. You can close your eyes and pick the version of you that gets full clarity and awareness and understanding of whatever it is you're listening to and step into her or him, into that version of yourself. When you start to see yourself as an uh, as a energetic frequency, start to see yourself as um, a, a multidimensional being, meaning that there's so many versions of you that you can participate in and with, and you can choose, and that is all choice. I go back with, I remember having him on my show many years ago. Wait, I have to take a sip of tea. Hang on. Okay. Michael Beckwith said uh, one of his tenets is you are cause. And I don't think that was original to him, but I just know he uses it a lot in his speeches and sermons and whatnot. Because I've seen it in other places. But he said you are cause. And many, many years ago when I first heard him say that, I was like, oh, come on. You know? No, my mother's the cause. That's the cause. That's the cause of my drama. You know, but I didn't know back then. We were in a headlock, energetic headlock. I didn't know how energy worked in, in that to this level. Um, a lot of this stuff wasn't revealed to us until very recently because now the energy of the frequencies and our bodies and a lot of things have been upgraded and retrofitted and advanced and um, progressed and we have more access to ourselves than ever before in history. So now, of course, there are going to be new things that are more relevant that are coming up. So um, if you choose the version of yourself that's confused, you also have the option to choose the version of yourself that's not. And you can do that in a second. And it doesn't require long, drawn-out visioning sessions and all this. I mean, there are those in existence, you know, certainly alignment sessions. I teach about that in my classes and stuff. And we'll do a lot of that in our retreat and all that kind of thing. There are all sorts of processes. But for the sake of the show and to keep things kind of succinct, um, there are, you don't have to you don't have to go into a super long process. You can make a choice. I'm choosing to be in a space of clarity. Show me what I need to know, or I choose the version of myself that gets this. Close your eyes, take a few deep breaths, and then just listen and be at peace. Just listen and go into a state of allowance. Sometimes you don't have enough information. Okay, so. I can't believe they are drilling, and nobody told me this was going to be happening, so they're drilling during my show. <laughs> what a kill. Anyway, hopefully you guys can't hear that. Hopefully it will be short-lived. So anyway, what, what you're doing is you're choosing any version of you that you want. So when you, but when you are not recognizing that you're always choosing, 
then you have a tendency to give the power of choice to other people. That's an illusion, really an illusion. Because depending on how you're projecting your energy, it's also going to dictate how the energy is, how somebody else is, or what version of someone else is going to present to you. So it's interesting because when I first started to play with these um, ideas, I used it on my mother. And my mother has many versions, I'll tell you that. And I decided, okay, well, that's definitely the one that I feel the most out of control with, right? I feel like um, kind of like get lost in a lot of the dynamics, you know, as we do often with our mothers and fathers and whatnot. And I get lost kind of in the dynamics. And I just um, was amazed at how she started to soften. And I would just, let's say, I was going to call her. And I know how she is on, during certain times and certain days and whatever. And I was anticipating, like I knew I had to ask her something, and I was anticipating her being the way she always is. Well, if I'm anticipating her being the way she always is, I'm probably projecting my energy the way I always did. So instead of looking at it as, I wonder if she could just change, if she could just change, I decided to project my energy differently. And when I did that, I chose a different parallel. And guess what? A different version of her went with a new parallel of me. Because everything in the parallel with you has to be in frequency alignment with you. So if you change you, you're going to be amazed at how other people change. Because whatever parallel you've just loaded in, all of the people in your life load in with that parallel in a reflective way. So that's why when Michael Beckler says you are cause, that's what it actually means, okay, that we are cause, that we are the causal uh, note that's played, and then everything is a ripple effect responding to that note. It's really that simple, okay? It's really that simple. So when it comes to a situation, let's say, when you're going to work, and you have a lot of political stuff going on at work, you can notice that some people can completely stay out of the politics. And then there's others who are just embroiled by it, and they are stressing and they are thinking about it constantly and they're manipulating and trying to figure out what the strategy is. Then. One of the best strategies to deal with that is to get very quiet and to step into the parallel where it's inconsequential. Or the parallel where the outcome that you desire is already there. There's lots of different choices, obviously. But you can also see you just have a parallel of ease. Right? You choose just to feel, to envision yourself feeling a sense of ease, a sense of relief. I've talked about it on that show before. If you're really confused about something, choosing a parallel of clarity. Okay? And using your multidimensional energy, you can even ask, um, the energy to present you. You can ask your guides, your angel. Uh, you can ask your higher self, that bigger version of you. Just show me. Show me what I'm missing. You know, drop that. I'm willing to shut up and listen. <laughs> you know, most of the time we're sort of listen, sort of willing to shut up and listen, but we're not really because we don't want to feel vulnerable. We want to feel like we're still controlling everything and we still make it happen. And, da, 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 and we kind of get ourselves into a straitjacket. But when it comes to freedom, okay, the freedom isn't having everybody tell you you're free. 
The freedom isn't having everybody act the way you want them to act. The freedom isn't everybody patting you on the head and telling you how great you are. The freedom is in recognizing your power to choose as you go. And, you it, you know, some people only want to use this kind of work for the big manifestations, the house, the wedding, the losing weight, the new job, the life purpose, all that. But you have to get beyond that because those big crescendos are made up of a lot of little steps in between. So if you can be picking your parallels and frequencies on things that aren't life-shattering, life-altering, moment by moment, day by day, piece by piece, you will see that those big crescendo things come in a lot easier because you're in much more alignment with them because you believe in your power. And you're not waiting for a wish or from some gift from on high or some permission slip or someone to tell you how fantastic you are so then you can feel fantastic and move forward and all that. You're not looking for outside validation. I mean, it's nice to get it, but you're not looking for it. Right? Because you get, you're getting your validation from the energy, from your own ability to choose. And this is very, very, I mean, this is huge when it comes to freedom. Because otherwise, when you're looking at your circumstances and dictating everything from how other people are responding and you're reacting and reacting and reacting and you're hysterical and angry and talking to your friends. and blah, blah, blah. Every time you sit and talk about somebody to your friends, you're gossiping, you're all upset, you're angry, you're this, you're that, you're reading all the reports and you're reading about a bunch of stuff or you're watching or you're hearing stuff and you're just reacting, you're, you're cannibalizing yourself with the energy. I noticed with the political situation going on in the U.S. that there are some weeks where I am just embroiled. I am just enraged on this and that. And all the headlines get worse. Just get worse. <laughs> they just get worse and worse. One more bizarre, crazy thing happens after the next. When I back off and I stay focused on keeping my frequency high, on doing the creative things in my own world, you know, and sort of soften to it and, and, and really kind of manage my own frequency, get out in nature, do my own thing, I notice that the headlines soften or something major in the right direction, you know, for humanity happens. And it's, it's like the perfect metronome. It's a perfect reactionary thing is to, uh, the way that the universe, the frequency is reacting um, to me. You know, it's, it's actually, it's not even reacting. The frequency is literally just configuring what is, what my general frequency is. And that is like a ripple effect out onto the grid, out into the greater consciousness, okay? So play with that. Play with these ideas. That's what it should be. You know, I talk about um, when we riding horses or ice skating. These are two analogies. It's just kind of similar analogies, you know, because the sports are similar. And you know, when you're jumping a horse over a fence or a course of fences, we have each fence, and then we have what we call the in-betweens, right, the distance between the two jumps. You want the horse to take off. If the fence is three feet high, you want the horse to take off three feet from the base of the fence. And so what you're doing is, you know, the, as a good rider, you they call it rating your distance. You see that distance, and you ask the horse to take off three feet from the base of the fence. 
if you get in too tight, it's uncomfortable. If you get in too long, it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> um, so what you have to do, though, is learn how to manage the cancer strides in between the fences. So you do a lot of exercises without fences. You just do them with poles on the ground. When you're training for this, and you just learn how to rate your horse in between, how to get the quality of the cancer so it's, it's, it's a forward-moving engine, how to, rate, how to regulate your horse's stride so you don't have a short stride and then a long stride, that you have nice, even strides, how to lengthen, how to compress, and all that. So you learn how to do all of that. And then when you jump a course, the jumps just happen, right, because you know how to work your in-between. Well, when we're doing energy, this is the same thing with high speed. The jump is only as good as what came before it. Are you going fast enough into the jump? Are you going too fast? Are you balance all that kind of stuff? How do you take off? How do you wait? All that. So your in-betweens and your energetic work, you know, you're talking about a lot of people come to you, I want to manifest, you know, this, this new job, or I want to make this much money in my business, and all these different crescendo things, but then they don't manage their in-between. When they're not talking to me in a coaching session or listening to me on a call, they're running around like lunatics trying to control everything, abandoning ship with everything they're learning. And so um, it's very important, very, very important to think about that, to think about your in-betweens, okay, and to work on this stuff on small things in your life. Like if you're confused about something, if you are – um, you know, trying to let go of something. A lot of times we hold on to things because it's a buffer to the unknown. And we'd rather be miserable about what we lost than to move forward into the unknown. Okay? Um, okay. I'm just, I just want to see something here. Okay. So I think we are going to go ahead and start taking some questions. There's so much construction going on here, so I'm going to probably have to run. Uh, okay. Producers tell me he can't really hear it all that much. Um, okay. It's just really loud for me. It's hard for me to concentrate. So anyway, um, Sam, why don't we go ahead and take a couple of questions, and we'll see what else comes up. Uh, let's see. The first person is Jessica in New Jersey. Hi, Jessica. Hi, I love this topic. <laughs> oh, good. I'm so, glad. Cause I, so I play with this a lot, but you brought some clarity already, so thank you for that. Because um, I realize I'm jumping in between the parallel lives, and I'm going to stop doing that now. So um, okay. <laughs> my question is, um, actually, there are, t- there are two questions, but they're both, you'll see, very related. So one okay. is, I'm wondering... Um, is there a parallel life? Like, for example, like this guy and I, our astrology charts, and this I kind of feel a little silly by saying this, but our astrology charts are not compatible. Like, mine is all about having relationships, and his is all about being independent. Okay. So I'm wondering, is there a parallel life where he values, let's say, marriage or partnership? And then the question that goes along with that is that what I tend to play with is that, um, so I haven't been in contact with this guy for a couple of weeks. We were, it was just sort of a friendly relationship with maybe a little chemistry going on there, maybe something developing. And we had a fallout and it's been sort of radio silence. And 
I was for a while um, learning a lot of lessons, healing myself, and I figured, okay, he'll come back, we'll reconnect. And when that hasn't happened, you know, it's been like three weeks already. Like I was so sure that that was going to happen because I was learning lessons and I was staying calm through it most of the time, not panicking. So then when I realized like lately, I'm like, oh no, um, he's not texting or coming back or making an effort. I guess I'm sort of like, well, what is that parallel life where we actually do become friends and possibly more? So it's sort of, I guess, manipulation or maybe something's just not meant to be, not meant to be. But I very clearly did see us becoming friends and then possibly more. So anything you can share well, you're kind of, with that. You're kind of jockeying between being a control freak and trying to do parallel work. So it, it, it's a funny place to be because that's, relationships are kind of funny like that. It's, it's actually one of the hardest places to use parallel work, to be honest, because of that, you know, you, you can, it's very simple, very um, easy to think, oh, well, I'm not, I'm being open, I'm being receptive to what, to universal energy, and, and, but, you know, he should be back in three weeks, I mean, now, that was too long, I mean, he's not texting yet, this, I, I already healed myself, it's been three weeks, and that's, that's, that's really trying to um, control things. So the piece that I did not talk about because it's just bigger than a, a radio show call, but I'll just mention it quickly, is that um, your higher self, and this is kind of a bit of a wild card when it comes to parallels. Sure, you can come up with the idea of, you know, wanting a parallel with this particular guy does this particular behavior and you all go off into the sunset. However, but your higher self knows two things. Number one, it knows how you genuinely want to feel, which is adored, uh, appreciated, you know, with someone who really is communicating with you, who's really all in. And it knows that you don't want to feel rejected, abandoned, uh, you know, left in the dark, um, disrespected, etc. So your higher self, which is navigating outside of your body, it's always giving you kind of like Amazon parallel suggestion because it's saying, uh, I know you think that this is the guy, but what you're doing is trying to pin how you want to feel on this particular man and assuming that this particular man wants to do that. That might not be the best parallel. So because his energy could have a lot of limitation on it, whereas there could be another being who has a much broader, you know, much more in alignment with you, and and that can and that could take shape. So what I would say is, the way that you, you know, let that play out, instead of trying to say use this as a recipe. Well, if I if I want to change his astrology charts and his numerological directions, and so that's compatible with me, I'm just going to pick the parallel where it's all compatible. Believe me, I've tested out my own life. I'll never ask you to do something I, I haven't done myself. To be honest, that doesn't work because it's trying to uh, force frequency. Where you get really a lot better results is when you say, experience immense joy. I want to experience feeling adored, feeling confident, feeling safe. And Start to bask in feelings, in the fact that you now feel safe and confident and adored, 
and appreciated and loved and, you know, just nourished. And when you start to get into those feelings and you start to do your kind of visioning or line sessions or walks or whatever, and you start to feel, to focus on those feelings, one of two things is going to happen. Either that particular guy is going to show up in a different version of himself that delivers that, or your higher self is bringing you to somebody who so completely knocks the other person out of the park that you don't you you almost can't even remember the first guy's name. And that's really your higher self is trying to. If it's not coming in immediately, it's because number one, you're probably trying to control it, which then puts you in a purgatory parallel because when you're trying, you know, because you're not you're going from a place of fear. You know, it, and because you're putting timing on it, you're putting how, you're putting all these things. And the other thing is there's, you know, another configuration. So you can't really dictate exactly how it's going to happen. That's not what this is about. What it is is you're dictating how you want to feel, what you want to experience, and then you allow the I can say allow the parallel to have its way with you, and it will load in, and it will always top what you could think of on your own. So I hope that's at least right. in some direction. Um, it's harder than what you would want it to be in the sense of because right now you're in a stage where you just want it to be the way you want it to be, but you cannot dictate it like that because that puts you into um, – it, it's not even healthy because you're not revving from uh, the right portion of your engines, you know, and, 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 and again, that will trap you too because let's say you – he does, you know, respond to the game of, you know, I'm going to disappear and set him free and he'll show back up. And then he shows back up, but then as soon as you step forward and say, okay, you're here now. Oh, okay. Now we can have this relationship that I've always wanted. And he's like, uh, I don't think so now. Just, oh, okay, I've got to stop calling him again. That worked the last time. That's not, that's not what you're, that's not really what your frequency is saying is want. You want something that has a, a self-motivated engine. You know, it, right. it has to have some engine underneath it. So I would just, um, like I said, for just for the sake of time, I'm going to have to move on to the next person. But I just think that, you know, if you can look at it a little bit more open-ended. And this is what uh, one of the things I talked about in my advanced coaching with people is um, vulnerability and ambiguity feels like your mental mind's worst enemy. And that's what you're trying to avoid. You don't want to feel vulnerable. You're like you put a, you're putting like when you don't call him and you don't take control and you let him be doing you know whatever or not he's doing that he's doing. You feel vulnerable because you feel like okay my heart's still on the line here. I'm holding my breath. I'm healing myself. I'm focusing on myself. Okay, I'm fixed now. It's three weeks. How come he hasn't changed? How come the astrology hasn't realigned and all that? You're feeling vulnerable. That's why you want to rush it because you don't want to feel in the dark. You know, up in the air. You want something solid. Relationships are never solid. Frequency never stops. See, frequency isn't an ice cube. You know, it's not going to ever solidify. It's always going to be moving. This is one of the reasons why it's so important to learn about frequency. If it's always, even if you're in a relationship, the guy turns around, he's texting you every two minutes and all that, it's still very fragile because it's based on your own, what you're putting out. If you're going from a place of, okay, if I don't behave perfectly, he's going to stop texting. We're going to go into radio silence again. So I have to figure out what does he need me to be? What do I need him to be? And try to solidify it so that if I have a ring, it's solid. It's never solid. Ever. It's always moving. So you have to be able to move energetically 
with how things are reading out. And that always originates with you. So I'm going to leave it at that, but I'm going to um, jump on to the next right. person, and I hope, I hope that's helped. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. I appreciate you it. You are so welcome. Okay, take care. Okay. I literally had to go into another room because I couldn't hear with all the drilling. Okay, so next we have Catherine in New York. Hi, Catherine. Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. And You're so I welcome. absolutely love love the topic. Oh my goodness, the wisdom that you've imparted. I, I really hope like a lot of people are listening and really getting into that. That's just amazing. It's really wow. <laughs> I called oh, for, good. for Thank one you. question and now I have another question too. <laughs> okay, <laughs> good. Go ahead, hit it. Um, well, I, the question that I called for is I'm trying to make a decision if I should work with Dale or John on my project. Okay. You're asking um, me to tell you that? Um, yeah, I'm, I was kind of confused with that, but the, what I, um, the question that came to my mind while I was listening to the topic was if parallel lives can seep through um, – parallel realities can seep through in our dreams like if um if we catch a glimpse of them in our dreams oh your dreams are always bouncing around lots of parallels for sure um uh, wow i think i think there's a big difference between superstition and intuition and mm. in fact they're not the same thing and so I have really pulled back from saying, yes, go with this person or that person, especially when you're working on the parallel stuff, because you can have whatever outcome you want to have depending on the parallel you choose. And mm-hmm. what dictates how that person shows up is how, what parallel you put yourself in and how you present yourself. So I'm one of those people who can work. If I say to you as a psychic reader, pick you know, the first one. Then, and you mm-hmm. believe in me, you say, oh, Mari's always accurate. She said, pick the first one. Okay, I'm going to go with that. And I'm going to, and, and now I trust it. Now I'm 100% confident. Well, you're going in 100% confidence based on somebody else's opinion. And you probably get a readout of that person that's pretty decent. Unless you change your mind. You say, and, 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 you know, because if you're that confident, you say, okay, I trust what Mari said. Oh, I feel it. I feel it in every bone of my body. Okay, you go with that first person, and, oh, it's everything you wanted it to be. Oh, then you give – a lot of times what happens is people give me the credit. Oh, Mari predicted – I have people who call me six, seven, eight years later from a reading. You know, predicted everything for the year, so I have my notebook. Tell me what's going to happen to me for the entire year of 2017. I'm like, you got to be kidding. Because it's just it's a lot <laughs> – <laughs> you know, it's like my life is kind of interesting in that I've transferred so much of my work over to the parallel work because the level of power that people have is so much greater than somebody suggesting a prediction and then picking the version of themselves where that prediction works because that's all you're doing. You could also say, oh, Mari, she's full of it. Please give me a break. I know that that guy, that first one isn't 
right one. I really should go with the other one. But, you know, she said I should go to the first one. Oh, I'm confused. And you start spinning out. Oh, should I, shouldn't I, should I? And then you go to six other psychics, and they all say the same thing. So then you go to this guy, and he acts up, and he's crazy, and he's terrible, and whatever, a woman or whatever, and it's a mess. And then you say, oh, those psychics, they don't know anything. I'm in a mess now. Well, you created that, too, because you picked the parallel of mm-hmm. hysteria. You see what I'm saying? So it's yes, that. Yes. There's nothing that is not applying from a parallel sense. People think parallels are like vision boards from a secret. That's not what this is. Parallels are units of energy and how energy actually works. It has nothing to do with manifesting through, you know, the, the, through some, some recipe of superstitious, intuitious, you know, stuff. And it's just raining down from some from the great beyond in some way because I held my breath long enough and poof, here it is. That's not how it works. That's not what it is. This is directing your energy mm-hmm. through choice. This is about communicating with the greater version of you, consulting with the greater version of you. And if you really want to know which one you choose, you go, and since you want to use your dreams, which is very telling, because you're, so you're already doing this, because most people don't say, well, does this count in my dreams? So clearly you have dreams that have given you some answers, and that's a great place to get answers, to be honest. Um, I'll tell you how to program your dreams in a minute. But if, if you want to really know which of these people you should work with, you want to choose a parallel of clarity. And see yes, yourself yes, yes. feeling very clear, very confident, and very at peace with the right decision. And sometimes you don't have enough information in your mental mind to make that decision. So then you get into a parallel of receiving more information that gives, lets you know beyond a shadow of a doubt what's the best choice for everyone. And so the question you ask is, fire yourself, put me in the parallel of complete clarity and help me to know what I need to know for this to work out with ease. That's it. Right? Wow. That's much more empowered than having the psychics that go with that one. Right, right. Because it's only going to work out the way you program it to work out anyway. Because if you're just in, and whether you know how to do this or not, you know, if you go in there with trepidation, you're going to have reason to be nervous because it's going to read out. And that person is going to be the version of that person that gives you cause to be concerned. If you go in there super confident, you probably get the guy. The version of that guy, he might be a loser for everybody else, but you get the version of the guy who's really good for you. I'm like, oh, what? He's had a horrible review. He's a loser for everybody else. But because you went in from a place of strength and confidence, he he matched it because frequency matches frequency. I love it. You see? So you're much more powerful in your freedom of choice than you are in the prediction. Right, of someone right. else. Because guess what? All I'm doing when I'm doing a reading is reading what parallel you're most likely to choose based on the way that you're holding your energy. Uh, uh, it just makes so sense. It's, it's so much sense. It's really, wow. Wow. I, I, uh, <laughs> so let me just on. tell you a quick exercise of how to program your dreams. And so that you can get some more um, clarity in your dreams. And you can put yourself into the parallel. There's two ways to do it. 
the old way that I used to tell people to do is drink a half a glass of water. This is Doreen Virtue. I didn't come up with this on my own, but it, it always held me in good stead for 15 years working with her. So uh, drink a half a glass of water before you go to sleep. You can write down in your journal a question that you want to, you know, I'm going to get the answer to this question or I set this intention for this dream. And then you drink when you, when you go to sleep. Um, you can even ask your angels to help you to consciously stay uh, aware so that you can, you know, bring information back from the dream state. And then when you wake up, drink another the other half a glass of water because water is an amplifier and it will help you to remember the dream. So that's one way of doing it. The other way, okay. um, I know I said that fast, but it's being recorded, so you'll see it on the podcast if you need it. The other way, though, to uh, program for dreams with parallel realities is to see yourself in the parallel of when you wake up in the morning saying, oh, my gosh, I have so much clarity. Whoa, whoa, yeah, I remember that. I got, I got the answer. And see yourself marveling in the morning at how clear you are and let the dream take care of itself. Mm-hmm. Because it may not come in, mm-hmm. it may come someplace else, but if you're just going for the point of feeling clarity and confident and relief, you'd be amazed. You might get a phone call the next morning. It may not come in a dream. You might get a phone call. It may not come in a meditation. You, you can sit down and be quiet, which is always good to sort of sit in a state of stillness. But people think, oh, if I meditate, I'm going to get an answer while I'm sitting there. If they don't get some big, you know, Sermon on the Mount, Ten Commandments, burning dish mm-hmm. answer while they're sitting there meditating, they fail. No. What you're doing is when you meditate, you're just shutting up. <laughs> so you can, still, you can settle down long enough for something else to show up during your day, not during that minute or 10 or 20 right, or hour. Right. You know, you know what I'm saying? So um, a lot of people abandon ship. Okay, what you what were you gonna say? Oh yeah, no, no, I, I was disagreeing. I said, yeah, I was just saying, yeah, yeah, oh, no, okay. yeah, no, my mind. Agreeing with me is always a good thing. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> you can ask anybody who knows me. They all say, yeah, Mari likes it. That. All right. Well, I hope that's helped. And, oh, immensely. Um, Thank you. And good luck with everything. Give that all a try. Thank you. I definitely will. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you. You are so well. Welcome. God bless you, too. Have a great night. Okay. So um, I don't think we have any more waiting for questions. So just a little recap, and then we'll just go ahead and wrap the show for tonight. But this is really, really important. Now, if you... Um, And and if you want help with the parallel stuff and you want to use one of those reading spots to get me to help you with some stuff that you're working on, the parallels, definitely, you know, send me that email. I can use those spots for that as well. I actually prefer it um, just because I really am so passionate about this work. And I know from having, you know, several hundred people go through my programs now on the multidimensional manifesting and the parallel stuff that really, really, really is life-altering. And the level of control that you get over your world because you're now choosing. And even when you start to get really advanced with it, you start to recognize that sometimes you do choose harder parallels. You choose confusion. You choose um, getting in your own way because maybe you're afraid of the unknown coming up down the path and you think you want it, but you kind of don't want it. So you like to get caught up in other people's stuff so that you hold yourself back from that forward momentum. Right? There's all kinds of parallels that we choose 
and we always, but there's always a motivation. And whatever is in the motivation in your head, the way that it'll, you know, the, the most, uh, how do I say, whatever the motivation is in your mind, uh, if it's not in alignment with what your what the motivation is in your frequency, it's not going to read out. So people say, oh, well, what if it doesn't work? Because then if it's not working, it's because your frequency is projecting one thing even though your head is saying something else. So one of the things you learn when we work together and also in our classes and stuff is how to things sync up and how to know when they're not. You know, so when we're talking about finding your freedom, with multidimensional energy, one of the big things is that if you want to really be free, but then you're in your frequency, uh, if you want to really be free in your head, rather, but in your frequency you're projecting fear and that the fear keeps you from uh, the ambiguity of how things will work out, the comfort really comes from being fearful because the comfort comes from not going forward. Right, because you're more afraid of the, the vulnerability than you are of the current fear, of the, the current you know holdup. Right, so you may choose parallel subconsciously that keeps you kind of locked up in a straitjacket of fear, as opposed to choosing the parallel where you. Um, next week I will be on a show, on Carrie Murphy's show. Uh, what is it? Uh, something talk for the soul. I'm sorry, Carrie. I don't remember the exact title of, of the, the, the whole show. However, I'm going to be sending out an email and I'm going to be doing an entire, I think it's a 90 minute call on multidimensional manifesting with parallel realities. And I'm going to have a special offer package because it's a telesummit. So if there was ever a time to <laughs> jump on board, because I probably haven't figured out exactly which um, set of audio course I'm going to offer in that, but it'll be a good one. Um, So it's a great way to get an introduction to all of this and, you know, beyond a radio show where you're just getting snippets. Um, And it'll be next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. And if you're on our list, uh, on our email list, you'll see the email come out a little bit later this week. Um, So that's an opportunity for you. And also, you know, if you have any confusion about any of the stuff that I talked about as far as the reading schedule, the summit by the sea, or the you know the tele summit next week, which is a free call. Uh, you can just send us an email at support at ahamomentsinc.com, and we'll get back to you with whatever information you need. Okay, so I think we're going to wrap for tonight, and uh, we will see you back here same time, same place next week, assuming that the guides you know send me something to say. <laughs> and I will end with my motto, which is: You truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this new energy, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. Have a great night.